Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the Judge Janine Tunnel the Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. I hope everyone's enjoying their Sunday so far. It's always a wonderful day here in New York City. And as always, we are armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Uh, there's so much that happened this week in America and, and across the pond. Uh, I have to tell you, I have always been fascinated by the monarchy and, uh, I thought yesterday's display, uh, and the coronation of King Charles and Queen Camilla, uh, was fascinating and it is uh, something that, uh, many of us in this country really admire. The monarchy doesn't have that much power. It's more about legacy and it's more about, you know, uh, history, but, uh, it's always interesting. And what was as much interesting was who wasn't there. Uh, but anyway, in terms of some of the more serious issues, uh, Joe Biden has said this week he's sending 1,500 troops to the southern border, uh, for the, uh, uh opening of the border with the, uh, dropping of Title 42. Everybody pretty much can come in. Uh, Biden says it's only for 90 days. It's a temporary solution. Uh, and, uh, with the U.S. is expecting about, uh, 13,000 illegal immigrants every day. There's about 40,000 at the Darien Gap, uh, and, uh, 40,000 at, uh, I think in El Paso. Uh, and even though, uh, there is resistance on the part of big city mayors like Mayor Eric Adams, uh, ex-mayor Lori Lightfoot saying, you know, this is too much of a burden for us big cities with big, uh, budgets. Uh, they have no problem with, uh, the southern border being basically, uh, inundated and, uh, uh, basically surge, a surge as well as an invasion and the destruction that goes along with that. People sleeping on the streets. It is a humanitarian crisis, everyone. Uh, and the, the problem, of course, is that, you know, you've got these sanctuary cities. You got Eric Adams saying, this is a sanctuary city. Everybody come here. Lori Lightfoot, Chicago, we're a sanctuary city. All of a sudden, when we call on them to be what they say they are, they're like, no, we can't handle it. We don't want them. I mean, talk about hypocrites. I mean, it's as fundamental as that. And, uh, you know, Mayor Adams is playing the race card. He's saying, the Texas governor is targeting black-run cities with migrant busing plan. Well, you know, the biggest cities that are the uh, sanctuary cities, most of them are run by Democrat mayors, and it has nothing to do with race. And Corrine Jean-Pierre, when she's asked about it, says, don't be dramatic. Uh, and also, we saw this week that uh, Hunter Biden actually had to appear in court for a downward modification that he is seeking for the four-year-old grand, uh, daughter and granddaughter of the President of the United States, which granddaughter the President and First Lady will not 
uh, recognized in spite of the fact that DNA recognizes Hunter Biden as the father of that little girl, Navy Roberts, a four-year-old uh, who is robbed of everything uh, because the Bidens decided they don't like her. Uh, but that it's a lot that's gone on in terms of uh, now we've got AI. Everyone is saying that, you know, the uh, artificial intelligence is going to be a problem for us and uh, that it's some some are claiming that it can basically overtake uh, uh, humans. But that's yet to be seen. So as we go into the week, we've got the Hunter Biden scandal. We've got James Comer, who's now saying that there is a document that he says proves that Joe Biden was in on the pay to play. We'll have to see more about that as we go forward. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot. Uh, that is in the works in terms of what they're doing uh, at uh, in Congress to identify the facts behind that. So, everyone, I will be speaking with border and drug enforcement expert Derek Maltz, and after that I'm going to be joined by the very funny Jimmy Fela. And later on in the show I'll be gaveling out with my closing arguments. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. So never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will be speaking with national security and public safety expert Derek Maltz on what we can expect when those 1,500 troops are at the southern border. When the border is uh, open and uh, we have tens of thousands, uh, probably hundreds of thousands uh, by next week when Title 42 is lifted and the illegals are allowed to basically surge our border for an invasion. Coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Show. This is the Judge Janine Show. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is the former special agent in charge of the United States Department of Justice Special Operations Division. For almost 10 years, please join me in welcoming Derek Maltz to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Now, everybody, you... you Heard Derek Mulch, you've probably seen him on Fox as well. Uh, and he's currently working for PenLink as the executive director of government relations. But as the agent in charge of special ops, he played a vital role in developing and implementing DOJ's and Department of Homeland Security's nationwide deconfliction program. Um, and, uh, you know, he was responsible for coordinating multi-agency efforts that resulted in the capture of the Sinaloa cartel, Kingpin El Chapo Guzman. Okay, I don't need to say more. I could go on, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through it. Now, all right, Derek, uh, Derek Maltz, good, good morning and welcome to, uh, welcome to the show, Derek. Now, this past week, the President of the United States, <laughs> Joe Biden, says that he's going to send 1,500 active-duty troops to the southern border uh, at the end of next week, uh, the ending of Title 42. They will not be engaging the migrants, but will be acting in an administrative role supporting Customs and Border Protection. Now, as I recall, in the omnibus bill in 2021, 
Uh, Joe Biden cut Border Patrol by a half a billion dollars, and now he's got to he's got to get more people, uh, more active duty troops to uh, come from a variety of Army units. Uh, and survey says mostly for 90 days. Is he schizo, or did he have a lobotomy, or what changed his mind? Well, Judge, I can't answer that. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> what I can say is that, you know, in December of 21, Joe Biden made it clear to the public that international drug trafficking was an extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign policy, and economy of the United States. And basically, he's left a wide-open border the entire time he's been in office. And by the way, his legacy right now is 200,000 dead Americans in the last two years, plus the mass amounts of unknown people in our country from all over the world, millions of people that have gotten into this country. And it's really concerning. But remember, the CDC just came out with stats this week, how fentanyl overdose deaths increased 279% over the last five years. So we have a very, very serious issue. I'm not sure how they are acting these days in the government because it doesn't seem like it's in the best interest of the taxpayer and the American public. Okay, so you say 279% increase in fentanyl over the last two years? That, well, five years. That's according to the CDC, Judge, but I want to make a little point on that. Yeah. I don't trust any of the stats Nobody that are coming does. out of CDC. They're not timely. They're not accurate. They're very inconsistent, but I can only report what they're reporting because I don't have access to these death numbers. Well, you know what? I I keep hearing that. Nobody trusts numbers anymore, especially after last week. We see Randy Weingarten, you know, has emails back and forth with the CDC. None of them talking about when we can reopen schools, but every metric that requires the schools be closed. Uh, you know, so the CDC, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, is certainly malleable in terms of who the players are. But, okay, so now we've got the end of Title 42, which clearly means that uh, we're not going to turn people around uh, for the, with the possibility of COVID, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, but now we're basically going to, uh, instead of catch and release, uh, we're going to have 1,500 troops assisting in catch and release into the interior of the United States. Isn't that the whole point? They're all aren't there 40,000 at the uh, Garion Dap or El Paso? Where, where are they lining up to to surge our border or lack well, thereof? They're lining up all over the place, Judge, because they know once they get in, they're in, and they stay in, and then they can do what they want. And the military, just like our border patrol, when they sign up. They sign up to protect America, not to help facilitate the invasion of America. That's yeah. how insane this is, Judge. Yep, yep, yep. And it is an invasion. Do you remember two, three years ago, Derek Maltz, you and I would talk about this, and, and they said you can't use the word invasion. You can't even use the word surge. Uh, the truth is that uh, that's exactly what it is. They said if we use those words, it was racist, it was this, it was that. Uh, but the truth is that this country is no longer a sovereign nation. To me, it is a globalist landing spot with benefits. And these troops are being brought in to assist in the assimilation of the uh, immigrants or migrants who are coming in. And there's already a humanitarian crisis. Um, wh- wh- where's the U.N., by the way? Why-, why aren't they here doing something? The military also, if you remember... 
a couple of years ago, over the last two years, they were using military aircraft and flying these migrants into different cities. And it was under the radar. And everyone was pissed off when they heard about that. Why is our U.S. military moving these migrants around the country so they could push them out to different cities? But, you know, one other thing I wanted to say, just because it's really irritating, Judge, you know, Secretary Mayorkas told the Senate panel at the end of March, right? And I'm going to quote, the record number of Americans dying of fentanyl overdoses is now the single greatest challenge we face as a country. But yet look at his actions, right? He'll tell the American public he's got operational control of the border and it's basically a free for all. And now we have to send military down there to help do the administrative processing to get them into the country. It's well, like you know, the amazing thing is that up, uh, up, you can't make this stuff up, but it's almost as though, Derek Maltz, uh, you know, don't believe your lying eyes. So when uh, Peter Ducey says, wait a minute, if you've got control of the border, why do you need 1,500 troops? And Karine Jean-Pierre's response is, uh, don't be so dramatic. Don't be so dramatic. No drama. I mean, oh, my gosh. Answer the question. The truth is that the American people, uh, at least people who listen to, you know, networks or, or media outlets that talk about this are aware of it. But you know what? The country is changing and Joe Biden is doing everything he can to change the country. And, you know, just just last week we had uh, an illegal who ended up killing. What was it? Five people because they asked him not to shoot up because uh, shoot his gun because the baby was sleeping. I mean, this is this is serious stuff, and no one even vets them. No one cares about who they are. Just come on in. And now the amazing part of it is that Chicago, one of the country's first cities, is struggling to handle the migrants. And Lori Lightfoot, the former mayor, says that Governor Abbott has to stop sending migrants to Chicago because it's dangerous and inhumane. Well, you know, and then Mayor Adams, at least Mayor Adams in New York City is starting to say, you know, the Biden administration is responsible for this, although they want to criticize the Republicans. And then you've got a mayor in El Paso who is a Democrat. Nobody's saying to him, stop sending migrants from El Paso. But, you know, if these big cities can't handle these migrants, these illegal immigrants, why, why do we think the southern border can handle them? Right. I mean, like Tom Holman said something one day, and it, it resonated because it's now in this country, in this great country, it's now legal to be illegally here in America. This is the mixed messaging that we're sending in regards to the rule of law. Judge, a couple of things I want to make sure it's clear, like when we talk about numbers, some numbers that are accurate is that in the middle of April, five dead, five or six dead, 12 poisoned in 24-hour period in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Eighteen dead, 18 dead in Milwaukee in a couple of day period, right? Onondaga County, 40 poisoned in two day period, right? The three mall workers, the five, I'm sorry, the five mall workers in Hackensack back in March that went out on a break at the Cheesecake Factory to snort some cocaine and they went down and they were, you know, Narcan revived four of them, but one single mother with a nine year old kid died. Oh my and when gosh. You, look at, you look at the numbers, like, you know, when uh, CBP recently seized 3.5 million fake pills in the port of entry in San Diego, and if you look at the DEA statistics that six out of ten pills can potentially kill, we have an attack on our country like we've never seen. 
China's behind it, as we've said a thousand times, Judge. Yep. The yep. Mexican cartels are doing the dirty work for the Chinese, and our communities and families are suffering. And by the way, last thing I'm going to say, because the American public needs to realize that what's happening at the border, it's going to take some time, but we're all going to feel the impact economically in our schools with the crime rising. That guy that just killed five, that's going to be around the country. That's not like an exaggeration. That's not an embellishment. It's going to happen. They're all over our country. Well, Derek Maltz, isn't it time that people in parts of the country that are protected, so to speak, recognize how many are here? I mean, what have we we've had over four million in two years, and I'm sure it's more than that. Uh, but but you know, I think it's time for the other cities, the northern cities, to experience it because they've got big budget, big budgets. And you know, you've got Mayor Adams who recently said that Biden failed the city, and he said you know fifty thousand migrants bust into New York City from the border states, you know, is too much, and New York City can't afford it. Well, if New York City can't afford it, who can? afford it. And, you know, Mayorkas said that Joe Biden delivered a solution to the crisis on day one of his term in the form of immigration reform legislation. Derek Maltz, thanks so much for being with us on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Keep up the good fight. <laughs> uh, Derek you, Maltz, Judge. you're the best. All right. And never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I'll be speaking with radio host, media personality, and comedian Jimmy Thaler on his thoughts on the downward modification of child support that Hunter Biden is seeking, along with a little reaction to yesterday's coronation. Coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Show. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a radio host, a media personality, a stand-up comedian. Uh, he is a Fox News contributor. I'm sure you've seen him on Fox News. He is uh, not only smart, he's funny as hell. In fact, he's a comedian. So please join me in welcoming Jimmy Fallon to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers show. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Jimmy. He is a stand-up comedian, but more than that, he's a TV commentator who now presents Fox Across America. The guy, folks, was a cab driver in New York City. Uh, for several years, and uh, he was voted the most outstanding male comedian of the year uh, in the New York City Nighttime uh, Nightlife Awards. Uh, he's gotten loads of, of accolades for who he is and what he does, and uh, he is a friend of mine. I'm very proud to call him a friend. And uh, I think at the end of this, you'll be you'll be impressed with him as well. And just for those of you who might be interested, he's going to be at the uh, Capitol Theater in Clearwater, Florida on May 20th. But before we get to that, Jimmy, now I want to talk to you about a guy who's having trouble making his uh, child support payments. So he has gone to the family court and is seeking a downward modification, as I called it when I was a uh, family court judge for a minute. Because uh, I couldn't handle my criminal cases because most of the indictments were mine. Um, but, you know, this poor guy, he's looking for a downward modification 
uh, because he doesn't have enough money. But curiously, this guy's name is Hunter Biden. And we know that he went through Europe with a garbage bag and collected millions of dollars from foreign countries. Should he get a downward modification or a lowering of his child support? Oh, hell no. And it's so embarrassing, Judge, that the White House wouldn't settle this somehow and not let this case go as publicly as it has because they're, you know, they're openly, openly, like kind of trying to shame this woman and this baby out of their family. And, you know, on a basic level, Judge, think of all the superficial things that kid's going to miss out. If Biden's your grandpa, you get to hide (laughs) classified documents in the garage. (laughs) You get to teach grandpa how to ride a bike. It's kind of the reverse of how we grew up. Yeah. But it's crazy. And you make a really good point about Hunter Biden. And, you know, I, I always say this, Judge, we're living in the death of shame. This is a guy who, getting past all the money he trucked along through Europe and collected, was selling painting for a quarter of a million a pop. And oh, a half way, a million, think, some of them. I know, half a million. And if you think the price is high, you should meet the painter. I mean, man. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I like that, Jimmy. But, you know, the sad part about it, Jimmy, is the fact that uh, the little girl's name is Navy. And her mom is, I think, London Roberts. I think it's the mom's name. And uh, he doesn't want Navy, his four-year-old daughter. And let's be clear. This has been confirmed by DNA 99.98%. He is the father of this child. So there's no Uh doubt. I don't care if he says he remembers having sex with the mother or not. And you know what? They keep Uh referring to her as a, uh, as a, uh, what, as a dancer, whatever. I don't care who she is. You slept with her. You had a baby with her. And the, the, the sad part is that, you know, she has to fight to use the name Biden and, and, Hunter Biden doesn't want her to use the name Biden. And they're going to court and they're saying things like, it will be an invasion of her privacy. Invasion of her privacy? Your family doesn't even want to know her. Why are you concerned about her privacy? Every year, Joe and Jill have all their six grandchildren's, uh, uh, you know, stockings hung by the fireplace. They even have one for the dog, but not for this granddaughter. Why do you think that is? I mean, first of all, I think they should be thankful that at this point anyone wants to use the word Biden. Wow. You know, it's not, you know, these days if you ask people if they work in the Biden White House, they're like, no, I was a pilot at Epstein Island. Biden, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no way. Uh, well, this is this is the thing. OK, they're trying, I think, to distance this kid from the family because this kid is the end result of Hunter's freewheeling lifestyle. And I think they want to put some distance between that, the probes, and all of the ill-gotten money. I mean, they don't, you know, claiming this kid is claiming that, yes, Hunter was completely out of control, but despite that, making all kinds of money. And I don't think they want the connection from one to the other on a very basic level. But then I have this other conspiracy, Judge, and this is clearly a conspiracy, but it's probably true. Okay, in the modern Democratic Party, they might just be doing this because they think Hunter's the mother. Oh, yeah, that that, that he's transing or he's cross-identifying or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, Jim, They're going to say she owes him child support. Well, the, you know, the sad part about it, Jimmy Fela, is that she's got a sister – uh, a three-year-old. So let's not, you know, your your answer, Jimmy, is that, you know, maybe they want to forget about this period in his life. But, you know, it was just a few, you know, 
a few months later that he impregnated another woman, and yet she's recognized. And, uh, you know, there's not even a year difference between the two little girls. But one is seen as, you know, you know, persona non grata, and the other is, oh, this is our granddaughter, isn't it wonderful? And you really have to wonder, you know, for a character, and some people say that's not relevant, but it is relevant. If you can't recognize your own grandchild, I think you got real problems. But, um, you know, I think the president, though, has worse problems than recognizing that his granddaughter, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, listen, really quick, to sum that up, it's definitely a changing world. You know, when we were younger, if you were having an affair with your brother's widow and you knocked up a stripper, they put you on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> nowadays, they, nowadays they put you on Air Force One. Mm-hmm. It's really bizarre. But I think the president, and, and, you know, obviously he launched last week, not that he remembers doing so, but, you know, there's been a very limited public-facing schedule because I do still think they're hedging their bets on this on this re-election campaign, if only because we do have this potential bribery situation with the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. We've got more investigations into Hunter and the Biden, you know, pay-for-play influence-peddling scheme that it appears to be. And I think when you're as historically unpopular as Joe Biden is, I don't think there's any safe bet. And what I mean by that is, as you know and I do, half the Democratic Party is rooting for James Comer to find something good right now. Because they don't want this guy to be the nominee. You know what I mean? Comer's getting, yeah, Comer's getting Venmos from from Gavin Newsom probably left and right like mm-hmm. that. Like, look a little mm-hmm. harder. And, Judge, can I tell you something? I was in D.C. Sure. last weekend, and Gavin Newsom was at every party. Every party. Work in the refs, work in the room. Yep. He is a man that has not given up on getting into this race. Believe me. Well, you know, the, I guess he can be so proud of his state. More people have moved out of California uh, than I think any other state in the nation. And he wants to hit DeSantis, which I think is a real hoot. But, you know, aside from that, Jimmy, I mean, you know, I just don't understand how they're all in such lockstep. With this guy, this guy, you bring your child to work day, Jimmy Fallon. The kids say to him, what was the last country you went to? He couldn't remember. He was in Ireland the week before. <laughs> you know, we laugh, but I mean, I, I, I'm I so dis- disappointed. And it's, then, it's, you know, he couldn't, uh-huh. it, with, when he was with the, what, what was the, prim- the uh, premier in, uh, of Japan? And, yep. you know, he could barely say anything. You, you wonder who's in the meetings? Who's conducting well, the meetings with the heads of state? Yeah. Well, well, that's the truth. I think the reason, he does have support for a second campaign is it allows a lot of other people to be president. Meaning if you elected somebody who was a little younger and more with it, they might actually be in charge of the country. Nobody's watching Biden judge, as you know, and yeah. walking away from this feeling like he's the guy running the show. And who, that whole who do you think of, is running it? Well, I thought the president was Susan Rice, but she's now finishing the term outside the white house. Mm. So to some extent, Jill Biden, and the bureaucrats, because the bureaucrats are always running everything. But yeah. when it comes to Biden, I was actually surprised they even sent him over to Ireland. I would just assume at this point they'd send him to Epcot and tell him he's in another country. <laughs> 
You know, Jimmy Fallon, the, the disappointing part of it is everywhere he goes, he goes with that anchor around his neck. He goes with Hunter. Every time he's going to Air Force One, um, or, or he's a Marine One, I should say, the, the Hunter's with him, with the wife and the three-year-old, and then they installed, I guess, a swing set for the three-year-old, and I have no problem with that, but yeah. the guy's living in the White House. I mean, he didn't suck enough money from everybody in Europe that he's got to, you know, live with his dad. That that's the scam is they're trying to pretend he's on hard times so he can take a larger ownership of that child's life that he fathered. You know, he turned over control of his business affairs to his lawyer. So it makes it look like he himself doesn't have any money on the books. Yeah, we all know how much he made. We all know how much the family made. And again, the thing I come back to is there's a real like dereliction of duty by the media to not yeah. call this out because, you know, if you look at society, we're being plagued by a lack of a strong parental presence in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Biden himself is a guy who says there's no such thing as someone else's child. We're all in this together, you know, unless, of course, it's my seventh grandkid. So, <laughs> you know, it's nuts. The only upside of this is we finally found the one toddler that Biden doesn't want to sniff. So yeah. there you go. And, you know, Jimmy, it's a very sad thing, but I got to give this this toddler, Navy Roberts, a four-year-old, I got to give the mother credit. You know, um, she is not agreeing to Hunter Biden's request for a reduced child support bill. And, you know, she says my daughter should enjoy the same lifestyle and quality of life as her half-siblings and cousins who are members of the Biden family and basically go all around the world with them. Why? Why? I don't get it. And you know what? I think she was on the payroll of one of Biden's companies, so he can't say, oh, it was a one-night thing. No, she was on the payroll for months, as I understand it. There's been reports of that anyway. Um, And yet, I don't know what it is, but it may be that she is one strong woman. Now, listen, before I let you go. Uh, you know, we saw the coronation yesterday and, and I, I have to tell you, I, I have always been infatuated with, you know, the monarchy, uh, in England. I mean, they don't have that much power, but you know, I respect the history, the legacy. Yep. I do. And, uh, you know, it turns out that now Queen Camilla, she has no use for Meghan Markle who didn't show up. Uh, which is no surprise, but, uh, yeah. the, apparently there was a report in the post this past week. She, the queen said that, uh, Markle was evil. Uh, yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, it, it seems that everything <laughs> yeah. that she said, Queen Elizabeth said it, calling her evil yep. and their courtship yep. a complete catastrophe. Now, now it, the queen who's left us, uh, she saw that before she died. I mean, why are Americans so fascinated with Meghan Markle? I mean, enough with this woman. Well, you want to know why? Because Meghan Markle latched on to celebrity victimhood. That was a trendy thing on the left, you know, in the last two or three years is, hey, it's hard for me too. you know, people that are flying around the world in private jets and getting six handed massages wanted you to believe that they were victims, <laughs> you know, <laughs> And that was the grift of Meghan Markle. And the Queen saw through it. You know, obviously Camilla saw through it. And I think Meghan Markle just made a cal- an error in calculation. What I mean by that is she obviously married Prince Harry for the relevance. She was a C-list actress on the USA Network. She married Prince Harry for the relevance, but then quickly came to understand the only people who ultimately matter in that family are the ones who wear the crown. And when you look at Harry's, you know, lineage, 
The only chance Harry has of wearing the crown is if he celebrates a birthday party at Burger King. Yeah. You know, well, and once I- she figured that out, she tried her own little quest for relevance, which was, OK, I'm not going to be on top of this thing, but I'll go be a professional victim. But, you well, know, give me a break. She's not even a royal judge. She's like a Kansas City royal. Well, but even worse than that, I mean, the idea that I'm not getting the respect that I deserve and my life is in danger and nobody cared and all that stuff. I mean, Uh if the queen did indeed call her evil and see her for what she is, you know, a woman who, you know, her only fame comes from being part of the family and then the fame, obviously, from trashing the family. But she is someone, I think, to be reckoned with. And I, mm-hmm. I think part of the problem is that the left in America is so supportive of her, from Oprah Winfrey to yep. well, who, whose house is she staying at? Well, and Janet, Gail, I forget. Gail King's. Gail they were, Kings. They were sitting in a They were sitting in the backyard of a $30 million home talking about how oppressed they were as black women. I'm like, could someone please sign me up for that oppression? I'd love to have the $30 million home oppression. It sounds great. Yep, yep. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Jimmy Fallon, the, the, um, the, it'll be very interesting to follow it through. And I just want to, I want to end on one, I think kind of a, a happy note. And that is that, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the Democrats are going with Joe Biden until they're not. Uh, and so who do you think will be the candidate? And Kamala Harris is all dug in. She really thinks she'll be the first president. Oh, Doesn't man. that make you happy? <laughs> no. Well, listen, we mock Joe Biden, but he's told his closest advisors he's the only Democrat that can beat President Truman. So don't rule him he out. He didn't say yet. that, did he? <laughs> no, he silly. didn't. But Kamala, yeah, he doesn't remember Kamala, Truman. No, he has no idea. Kamala's just as crazy as he is. Really quickly, I met her husband Friday night in D.C. Yeah. And uh, he was at a cocktail party that I was at in D.C. He said hello. He was very polite. Uh, he actually has a lot of Secret Service protection, and that isn't my claim. That's his. He's like, hello, I'm married to Kamala. I want to get kidnapped. Yeah. Like, Can we shed a few guards here? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, didn't he say the biggest problem with men in America today is toxic masculinity? Yeah. 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 Like um, he has to worry yeah, about that. He doesn't have to fight yeah, no. his own fights. Yeah. Put on your mom jeans and shut up, Doug. If it wasn't for toxic, if it wasn't for toxic masculinity, we'd all be speaking German right now. What do you think? Well, Storm the beach. It was. It was. A, it was the guys who saved Private Ryan, not the guys like Doug who watched Private Ryan on Netflix and complained about the lack of diversity in the boats. Come on, man. Let me ask you a question. You know, the the Kamala Harris was a uh, she was chosen for uh, identity politics, and I, I still don't get it because she basically called Joe a racist at the uh, during the primary debates. Yep. But you know, they could replace her with another woman uh, who's African American, who's really bright. Uh, yeah. you know, how about Susan Rice? She's pretty bright. It doesn't mean I agree with her, but she's not yeah. stupid. She's sharp. I mean, and she she left the White House. Most people assume either to join the campaign in right. capacity or be on the ticket. But you know, they definitely are in a tough spot in that they would have to use a nationally known woman of color. So it's down to Susan Rice or I think Elizabeth Warren. I think would be the RGI kid. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to be Elizabeth Warren. Anyway, Jimmy no. Fallon. Listen, everybody. If you like Jimmy, uh, he's going to be at the Clearwater, Florida Capitol Theater on May the twentieth. He's a stitch. I love him. And Jimmy, thank you for joining us today on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. 
Take care, Jimmy. You're the best. Thank Take you. Bye bye. Of course, you're great. All right. And never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. And up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Jeanine Show. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Okay, now it's time for me to gavel out with my closing argument. You know, a lot of people have lost faith in the justice system. They lost it long before today uh, when James Comey came out and said as the head of the FBI that no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute Hillary Clinton. Uh, and, uh, that was for having those, uh, uh, classified emails, uh, uh, and, and, and then actually destroying 33,000 of them. Uh, we've seen the justice system play out differently. Uh, you know, Hunter Biden, they now say that there'll probably be some decision in the upcoming weeks. Uh, and the Department of Justice, uh, uh alleged department, uh, uh, the Department of Alleged Justice, I should say, will make a decision as to whether or not they're going to charge Hunter. You know, the common theme through all of this is the breakdown of society, uh, in the United States. It's a breakdown of the norms and the laws. And I have written a book called Crimes Against America. It is available on Amazon. It is a review and a takedown of what the left has done to the basic fundamentals of our society. And that is everything from the uh, justice system to law enforcement to the economic system to the education system to the politicization and weaponization of basically everything in our country. And the the book goes through from chapter to chapter. I start with an indictment, and then I go into 10, 11 counts of how the left has taken down America. It is a, 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 a takedown that even uh, former President uh, Abraham Lincoln indicated could only happen from within. And ladies and gentlemen, you and I are both seeing it happen the takedown is happening from within the United States. So if you can pick up a book, it's on Amazon right now. Uh, it's called Crimes Against America. I think you will enjoy it. It's about everything that you have been seeing and that you know to be true in your heart. Uh, it was a, it was a sad book for me to write, but I also believe and I am optimistic that we can turn this around. God willing. Okay, I can't believe we're out of time already. Make sure you join us right back here next week, same time, same place, for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.